Blog Talk Radio. What is up, everybody, and good morning. My name is Stephen Ercantello. If my name does sound familiar, that's because I host Saturday nights at 9 p.m. Uh, you know, I say, I say it every single time, even on the Saturday night show. I was going to say the name of the show, but I don't have a name for the show still. Um, so just like I say there, we'll call it the Stephen Ercantello podcast for now. But uh, yeah, so I'm going to be doing a new show every every month, uh, every morning, not Monday morning, every Sunday morning at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time right now, this time, every single morning, Sunday. Some of these shows are going to be an hour long. Some of them will be less than an hour. Some of them will be two hours long. Kind of really just depends on what I'm going to be discussing and how long I'm going to be discussing the topic for. So this show actually does have a title. It does have a name. It does have a format. It's not just going to be on and off with paranormal and relationships and venting and movie reviews and all that fun stuff like it is on Saturday. So this show is actually called Urban Legends of the Paranormal, which I love, by the way. And the name, the <clears throat> sorry, the name of the show is actually going to be on Roku as well through IFM Nation on Roku this this fall. Um, definitely go check it out if you have Roku. Go look it out. I'll be the host of it. And the name of the show will be Urban Legends of the Paranormal, which is why this podcast is going to be amazing as well, because it's Urban Legends of the Paranormal. And what this is going to be about is we're just going to pretty much discuss what's to come for the new show, what's to come you know, for the TV show on Roku coming out this fall and also discussing some of the origins of a few paranormal legends that are not paranormal legends, urban legends that circulate paranormal happenings. Now, a lot of people are like, Oh man, the urban legends of Bigfoot, right? Um, definitely touch topic on that with, with this podcast for sure. However, I do want to kind of discuss the show just a little bit. The show is going to be based around paranormal type urban legends. So Candyman, uh, Bloody Mary, and, you know, to be honest, to be honest, that's really about the only, off the top of my head, it's early. Normally I sleep a lot later than this because I'm up until five or six in the morning. So, but uh, those are the only ones off the top of my head that I know are paranormal related. I know there's hundreds and hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of more, um, and I know this because I've actually been posting some on the Urban Legends of the Paranormal Instagram page. I haven't been promoting it because I'm still kind of just building it up a bit. But if you want to go check that out, Urban Legends of the Paranormal, that's exactly what it's called on Instagram. You can run over and check that out real quick. You know, give it a like, uh, follow it, all that fun stuff. I believe I'm looking at it right now. There's I posted 18 things already that a lot of them have to do with clowns a lot of them have to do with like this this dude who was caught in a fire and called what was he called the charman i like it because it reminded me of charmander i love charmander huge pokemon nerd uh we got spook hill on there that i posted about a massacre that happened out in utah of course bigfoot and you know there's some, there are some other paranormal one things. oh there's the goat man of pope lick creek in kentucky and then this one was kind of cool because I'm I'm a huge nerd with uh, Harry Potter and Pokemon and and all that fun stuff. And 
this one sort of kind of reminded me of Harry Potter in a way, sort of. Um, this one is in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. There's an urban legend of a bus that doesn't have an end destination. The legend says that the bus only picks up passengers that are at their lowest moments who need to get away from their problems. Once the passenger is ready to face the world, they can get off the bus. However, the passenger has no idea how long they've been on the bus for. It could have been hours, days, or even years. Now, why does that, to me, why does that just remind me of Harry Potter? I don't know. Maybe because they jump on a ghost bus and they're traveling to Hogwarts on it. But uh, I lived in Philadelphia for a little bit, right outside of Philadelphia. And I've never heard of this urban legend. But then again, I wasn't really at my lowest moment in life when I was in Philly. So maybe that's why. But these are some of the things that we're going to be talking about on this podcast, Urban Legends of the Paranormal. It is going to be a mix of just urban legends. Now, the TV show itself, Urban Legends of the Paranormal, is going to be strictly based off the paranormal aspect of it. Now, you're probably thinking, well, how, how, how are you going to be able to do that? How, I, don't, it doesn't, I don't understand. Like, if urban legends are just legends and nobody really actually died, like, let's say – uh, what's a popular spot? We'll say Waverly Hills, right? Waverly Hill, Hills in Kentucky, huge popular spot, paranormal destination for a lot of people. Well, how can you bring an urban legend to life? Like Waverly Hills is haunted because all of these people who died from tuberculosis, right? Uh, okay, cool. We'll, we'll go with that. You know, that's not a paranormal show, but we'll go with that. And what I'm going to be doing with this show is for those that have followed me, I've done a lot of extreme things. I put a gun to my head. I put it in my mouth. I've hung myself with the noose. I've Laid on li- I lied on live train tracks while the train was coming. I pretty much in the shows that I've done with Haunted Tours, even Conjuring Mackey's where I put a razor blade uh, someone's throat, Christy, who's going to be helping me out with this show. It's me creating how somebody died. So somebody on the show, like if somebody got up there, and this is the correlate with what I'm going to get to when it comes to Urban Legends and the Paranormal. So what I would do is if somebody put a gun or somebody committed suicide from a gun, right? I'm going to load the gun. I'm going to put it to my mouth or my head, cock the trigger back, not touch the, not touch it, and just tell the spirits to blow my brains out, right? Or if somebody walked all over, walked in and just like at the Cuban club in Ybor City, Florida, uh, a, a man, I guess it was a business deal a long time ago. I don't remember. I was there. It was three years ago that I was there. Walked in and just shot the man in the, in the face, right? So that's why I put the gun to my head there. The hanging situation. Uh, if I hang myself, it's because somebody died from a hanging. It's not like I'm random. I wasn't randomly going in. I feel like I have to explain this because a lot of people still to this day, it's crazy. I'll post pictures of me with the gun to my head or the noose or me lying on train tracks. And people are like, oh, why, why did you do that? That doesn't make any sense. Go watch my show. <laughs> Go watch it. Like this is why you'll know if you actually watch my shit instead of just well looking at a picture. Oh, but why? Go watch it. You'll, you'll, you might actually get educated. You might actually like it. And it's, it's crazy that people still don't watch my shows. They just follow me and wonder why I'm posting things. And well, if you went and watched me, you would, you'd get an idea of why it is that I do what I do instead of me having to always, I just need like a note. I need, I got this notepad thing on, on my Apple computer, right? I just need to type it, type up why I did all these certain things and just copy and paste them every single time someone asks. Cause I literally for the past three years have gotten the same questions over and over again, where people do not watch my shit. They just sit there and like, man, you're so cool. Oh my God. What'd you do? It's so awesome. You don't know what I do. Like you don't even watch it or you would know you wouldn't even have to ask the questions as to why I'm doing it. But 
to mix it in my mind right now. Like it just, it's still kind of, it still kind of baffles me that I get those messages. I'm not even kidding you. I'm actually on Instagram right now because I asked a, a buddy Kevin of mine to make sure he could hear me being, we had technical difficulties yesterday with the show. So I did have to cancel the show yesterday. It was on and off spotty um, issues, opening it up, just, you know, technology, right? So I'm on Instagram now and three messages down from my buddy, Kevin, he, he said, yes, he can hear me. There's a message where somebody is asking me this exact thing where, why, why, why did I put, not because of now, but I posted before a uh, picture of me lying on the train tracks. And that's, that's just prime example of it there. So that is what I'm about when it comes to the paranormal. That is what it is that I do. I recreate how somebody died. It doesn't matter how extreme I'll do whatever it takes. It does not matter to me. I know that it can be very unsafe. I'm not saying I'm a professional with it. Nobody's really a professional when it comes to doing extremes like that. I mean, you, you pretty much just have, have to have common sense. Like if I'm laying on the train track and a train's coming, get out of the way. I'm obviously not going to lie there because a little girl died there at Ashley's Bar and Grill in Rockledge, Florida. She died on that train track, and and um, so I laid there with the Ouija board on my on my chest, and the train was coming. I could feel the vibrations coming from on on my head from the track, but I didn't lay there until the train was actually on top of me. So I just want to make it clear that when you guys see this show, you are going to see some crazy shit. However, and I'm going to explain to you some of the crazy shit you're going to see. However, I'm not ignorant when it comes to it like it, the gun thing people are like well you loaded the gun up okay i did load the gun up the the producers made me make sure, take out the bullet so anyways outside of that you know I'm, I'm pretty cautious with it the hanging aspect of it i did make the noose myself i do tighten it around my neck pretty tight to where it has a bru has it has bruised my esophagus tube and it was hard to talk but you can hear me like you can hear me talking asking questions but I don't actually hang myself because one, I'm doing it inside of a location that has a lot of history. And if it has a lot of history, chances are it's a very old building. Those beams are not going to hold me weighing 190 pounds. It's just not going to happen nowadays. So will I ever hang myself fully? Yes. If I could find a beams that, that, that will really be able to, or steel beams. But what a lot of people also don't see are there are people around me that are not on camera that if anything is to happen, they do come in, they will rush in. I've, I have had some incidents where that has had to happen. And I trust these people. I trust the fact that they're going to do it. There will be some incidents where, again, I'm talking about, I'm leading into what's going to happen with the urban legends of the paranormal and explaining what it is that I've done within the paranormal field and single-handedly have changed the way people investigate. And I'm very proud of that. A lot of people think that it's cocky and arrogant. However, I don't do your typical techniques. It's taken me seven years for it to realize that it's not a hobby of mine for other people to realize it's not and that I am here to stay. And my techniques are not a 15 minutes of fame or attention kind of thing. I've been doing them for seven years and I will continue to keep doing them. So what people won't see, and they may see on the show, depending on how intense it does get, there will be medical staff on standby too. It's not just going to, sorry, I hit the mic. Um, I don't know how loud that was on your end. That might've been kind of loud. There will be medical staff on standby. There will be precautions that are going to be taken based off these certain types of experiments. So for instance, right, I'm going to, I'm going to let you know, well, the first one that we're actually filming, we're filming in 
June 24th, like a couple of weeks, I think. I don't even know what the date is today, but in a couple of weeks, actually, going to be filming the first episode for Urban Legends of the Paranormal. And I will say, you know, I'll give it away. The, the first episode, right, we were going to do it on the Blair Witch, Blair Witch Project. That's what we were going to do it on, going to go to Maryland and all that and travel around. But I did so much research on it, and I already knew. We all know the story's fake, right? However, it's an urban legend. Every type of story has to resonate from some type of legend, correct? Like nobody just creates these things off out of the top of their top of their head, tip of their tongue. It just doesn't work that way. There is some type of whether it's one percent or point zero five percent, there is something that has resonated this to make it boom blow up to what an urban legend is. Whether it's the Blair Witch Project, as as fake as that is, and we all know, so it's not an insult to them. Dan will tell you that it was fake, um, or you know, Bloody Mary. You know, so they're, they're two totally different things. So we were going to do urban, uh, urban legends. We were going to do the Blair Witch. I looked into it more and where they filmed, you know, it, it was so spotty. They filmed at a lot of different places and I didn't like that. What I wanted to do was I actually wanted to go to the woods that they filmed at where they got lost for those who, who have seen uh, the Blair Witch Project, the first one, the original one back in 1999. And I want to go in those woods. I wanted to find the house that they, they found way out there or just camp, like not even find the house. I want to camp in there and I was going to set up cameras all in the trees. So this is an example of what you, you are going to see with urban legends of the paranormal. We are going to set up cameras in the trees, like deer cam. So if the weather is bad, it still records at nighttime. I'm going to make all of these, the, the voodoo sticks that you saw, you know, the stick figures, hang them in the trees, put the rocks pretty much, duplicate exactly what happened there and call it call it out whatever it takes to do the paranormal aspect of it so we build the urban legend scene up and then we try to pull the energy from where the urban legend manifested from whether like i said whether it's 0.5 percent 0.05 1 10 12 48 it doesn't matter pull that energy from wherever it manifested from and try to bring that energy to the forefront of the paranormal to really intertwine the urban legend and the paranormal it's never been done before never 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 been done before there's hundreds and thousands of urban legend podcasts so like you're listening to right now and we'll listen to later if you're not listening live right now and they'll talk about urban legends which i'll get to a few you know um here and there right now i really kind of just want to discuss what the show is going to be about but i will talk about some other urban legends for sure and this has never been done. It's never been done to where urban legends combine the paranormal. And if it has been done, I personally have never seen it. it and, and that doesn't mean it hasn't been. I'm sure it has been. It's, it's People do a lot of crazy shit, right? But it's not going to be done to the extent that I'm about to do it. So I will tell you the first episode that is going to be filmed June 24th and the 25th. I believe it, we're going to be there all weekend kind of filming. Um, it will be on Bloody Mary going to be bloody mary i'm not going to give a whole lot away because, uh, because if i give a lot of it away well you're not going to watch the show but then again you might because you are going to see some crazy shit that i do for this episode i am going to do some off the wall uh techniques to bring bloody mary out bloody mary i will say was a real person not a lot of people know that bloody mary was a real individual at one point living and it's I don't want to give too much because you ain't going to watch the show, but I will just say you're going to want to watch it. And I will be going live here and there on Instagram while filming. I will say that, you know, I will say there will be blood involved. 
and there will be a lot of mirrors involved. If you don't know the story of Bloody Mary, look it up. Um, this show is going to dig deeper than just your top Google search. I'm going to really pull out the core of what these urban legends are and just and just keep pulling and pulling and pulling and bring them literally right to you. You are going to hear these urban legends like you've never heard them before and then be brought. I'm telling you, they are going to be brought into the paranormal field. The, it, it, the, these, these things are going to collide. The energies of these urban legends will be brought to life. I know how I do these. I know how I do these techniques and I know how I investigate. You are going to hear and see if these urban legends are real and they stem from any form of truth of energy, you are going to experience them when you watch the show. And that I can, I can 100% guarantee you. Oh, so I had to take another drink. I'm even if you guys tuned in last night for what you could hear, my mouth has been really dry lately. Um, I'm glad there's no issues tonight, technical issues. You know, I'm glad about that. Well, this morning. Um, and just for those that did tune in last night and you were kind of wondering what was going on and you tried to later, I am going to be redoing the, oh, I am going to be redoing the movie review. It, it was, it was really good. I had a lot of great movies that I was talking about all independent films. So I'm, I'm going to be redoing that this Saturday in six more days, just to let everybody know. Now, I've, I had some questions from people whenever I said, oh yeah, you know, sign to a network and, and this and this and uh, Madhouse Productions, IFM Nation, Roku, you know, all, all this cool, cool, great stuff, right? And it was great when they said, you know, you pick the name, you create the name, Urban Legends of the Paranormal. It, it flows, it works. A lot of people were kind of also wondering how far can this actually go, right? How far can Urban Legends of the Paranormal go? I mean, because eventually, right, you're going you're gonna to run out of paranormal aspects of, of these urban legends because, well, it's just what happens, right? Even, you know, um, and my answer to that is false. It's actually false. You guys know, and me, myself also, I mean, I'm, I'm guilty of this too. We know of the mainstream urban legends, right? We don't know all of the urban legends out there. For instance, I am now going to read to you a few urban legends that are paranormal related. And I guarantee you've never heard of, of the majority of these. And because most people heard of Mothman and all I'm doing right now guys, is looking at my Instagram page, the urban legends, the paranormal page. So here's one right here that I actually just posted this. While it while it is illegal to take anything from I truthfully do not his word the name of this forest, but a Escalante, I don't know. They take anything from this blank Petra um petrified maybe I spelled this wrong and I don't have my glasses on. Anyways, I'm going to skip this. I, I promise you I know how to read. And I, I have a very large vocabulary, but I don't have my glasses on. Don't know where they are and yeah. Anyways, while it is illegal to take anything from this, whatever name that is, Forest State Park in Utah, there is a legend that says anyone who takes pieces of petrified wood from the park will be cursed with bad luck, sickness, and accidents. The park manager, Kendall Farnsworth, stated back in 2014 that he gets about a dozen packages every year containing a piece of wood from the park in an apologetic letter detailing the sender's misfortunes. Now, that, I need to edit that a lot. I just, I saw a lot of errors in that. Um, so things like that, like that's an urban legend that is, why is it cursed? 
Yeah, why? 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 Why are they having bad luck? That's paranormal related. Because see, what a lot of people don't understand is the paranormal is not ghost. I don't understand where this got flipped in today's society. But for some reason, people nowadays love to just make words and terminology be what they choose they want it to mean. And that's just not how things work. Um, the paranormal does not mean ghost. The paranormal means unexplained. It is unexplained. Paranormal falls under urban legends. It falls under par- ghosts. It falls under UFOs. It falls under Bigfoot. It falls under all that. It's the unexplained. It's not just ghost, 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 ghost. So that is why urban legends of the paranormal will really be more than just ghost. A lot of it will be. But like, for, for instance, this one is, you know, it has to do with curse and bad luck and sickness. Well, shit, I'm obviously going to go there one day and I'm going to take some of this wood, document it probably for about a week, and that will be the show. You're going to see bits and pieces of, okay, I'll wear it around my neck, I'll, I'll, you know, whatever, whatever it needs to be done with it. So I find things like that really cool. Mothman, definitely not going to touch on Mothman, and there's reasonings why, because – I mean, it hasn't been cited back in, what, uh, 1966, 1970s, and there wasn't that many sightings of it. It's just, that's an urban legend that if I if I go to, where, where, where did this say this was at? Point Pleasant, West Virginia, right? I could drive around Point Pleasant, West Virginia all day long. It's 2021. If there's a creature out there that looks like Mothman that's standing probably damn near almost six feet tall flying around, we would have seen it by now, especially with all the drones, especially with all the all the technology people have nowadays and the, and the street cameras. There's just no way. There's no way Mothman exists. Um, and that's just, that's something that I'm not going to touch on mainly because it is too mainstream and there's not much I can do with that. Like when I get dress up in a Mothman costume and go run around, it's like, I know I'll be put into a mental institution, which would then be probably good for a show, but not quite yet, you know? Uh, but here's, here, here's one that is, I may do. This one, uh, I'm going to read it out with you guys. So in Clifton, Virginia, the Bunny Man's legend starts, and that is right, Bunny Man's, B-U-N-N-Y, like actual bunny. In Clifton, Virginia, the Bunny Man's legend starts with what every good urban legend starts with, an insane asylum, which is just funny. I just mentioned that too. The people of Clifton were so up in arms about the asylum that they were able to get all of the patients transferred. The patients were being moved on a bus that crashed, and the police were able to catch all of the patients except one, the bunny man. According to the tale, the bunny man lived in the woods and sustained himself on woodland creatures like bunnies, but eventually he attacked humans. Some people reported being attacked by a man with a hatchet. Other tales say that groups of teens would see a bright light and then would wind up dead or strung up over a bridge. So is that on my to-do list? Uh, I, it's so far fetched and those woods are extremely large. So, you know, like I said, stuff like that will not be on the show. However, they will be on this show and I'm going to break those down more for you is what this podcast will be about. I'm not just going to read to you little teasers like this. I'm going to actually break it down and do my research to where I map this out to where if you actually live near there, you want to go to it and I will have it charted out for you to every single sighting with tax in it. I will take a picture and send it to you if you want to. I'm going to do all the research for you and break down these urban legends on this podcast. What you're going to see on Urban Legends of the Paranormal on Roku through IFM Nation, you're going to see me physically there doing 
the craziest shit to draw that energy out. So I can't do that now because I'm behind my desk with a mic. I'm, I'm, I'm covered up in my Pokemon blanket because I'm freezing. And I'm not where these locations are. I, could I do Bloody Mary right now? Absolutely. There's mirrors in, in the bathroom. But what you're going to see is the true depth of the legend brought to life. Not it's 1024 a.m. on a Sunday on God's Day, and I'm going to go talk Bloody Mary in, in my bathroom right now. This is just I, I don't really know if that's going to work. So here, here's another one, though. Uh, the Jersey Devil. I'm going to stay away from the Jersey Devil as well. I did post about it, though, because it's a very well-known mainstream legend, urban legend. That, that dates back to the 1700s. But the Jersey Devil, to me, is pretty much like the Mothman. Uh, it doesn't exist, in my opinion. I, I know a lot of people say they've seen it, this, that, but being torn down to build condos. We, I feel like we would have seen these things by now. I mean, look at the Everglades. I'm from Florida. The Everglades are being torn down, the wildfires, everything, and all of these animals, the bears, the, 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 the cougars, all this, they're running up to Naples, Florida, and running through Cape Coral and everything, and they're being seen because they have nowhere else to go. And that's the same concept as these things, where they have to go somewhere. You know, we're destroying their land if they've been around this long, and they've rarely been seen. So have people seen them before? I mean, maybe. I'm not, not discrediting that. Do I believe they've seen it if they tell me their stories? Absolutely not. But that, to me, again, that's like the paranormal. You can have he says, she says stories all day long. But if you don't show me something, I, I mean, I'm not the person that has to say seeing is believing, but you got to present something. You have to present something. Like, that's that's just what it is. That's, that's I, I can't say that anymore. Like, I don't I don't have time to listen to a four-hour story of you trying to convince me without any type of picture or any type of video or anything. So – yeah, there's style. Yep. What is this one? This one, this one's kind of cool. So here's one. Here's one that I definitely would do if I can get on the property, right? In the 1800s in South Carolina, the this is their last name, the Ligars, we'll call them, were well were well known and well known to do South Car of South Carolinian family that had homes on the mid mainland and on Adesto Island. The doll, ugh, man, I am so tongue twisted and tongue tied right now. Probably because I really, I don't have my glasses and I shouldn't be reading this without them. The daughter, Julia, got sick and was pronounced dead. She was buried inside their family home. Years later, another member of the Lagar family died. And when their tomb was opened up to where Julia was buried, the remains of Julia were found outside of her coffin. The story says that Julia had been in a coma and had waken up to try and escape her tomb, but sadly died. After the reopening of their, their tomb and their, 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 you know, their home or whatever, wherever she was buried, the door cannot seem to stay shut. The Lagars tried multiple different doors, and every single time the door was found open. People believe that the ghost of Julia did not want to be locked in that tomb any longer. So again, uh, I, it's not going to be a go-to. I'm not going to just like, oh, my God, I got to get to South Carolina right now and see why this door is not opening or why this door is not staying closed. No. Mm. However, if I'm in the area and driving by it, absolutely. The bus I just read to you in Pennsylvania, there's there's another one about the woods. Oh, this one, right? Oh, no, because I can't get on this bridge. That's the goat man. <clears throat> Sorry. There are some cemetery ones that would be really cool to kind of test out. There's this creepy clown one. Throughout the suburbs of Chicago in the 1990s, 
there was a rumor and a legend going around elementary schools that there was a creepy man dressed as Homie the Clown driving around in a white van trying to lure kids into it with candy and money. In some variations, he was a kidnapper. In others, he was a rapist. But in all variations, Homie left a mark on young Chicago kids in the 1990s. That is definitely believable. I'm probably not going to find Homie the Clown driving around anymore. But urban legends like that are definitely creepy because we all know how legit that was back in the 1990s, the 80s. You know, people would drive around in white vans and be weirdos completely, just off the wall weirdos. This one I am definitely 100% going to do. This one is in the books probably when I'm actually down there for Spooky Empire in October 24th where I'll be in Orlando, the Hilton. I believe it's the Hilton Inn or Hilton something um, right off International Drive in Orlando, signing autographs, probably be on stage speaking. I know I'll have my book out by then, so I'll be at the author's table as well, um, you know, just doing amazing things. And this one I'm definitely going to do. I know of Spook Hill, the legend of Spook Hill. I know about it because I grew up, born and raised in Florida. Although this has been proven to be false, still want to do it. I still want to film it. I still want to see it for my own eyes, and I want it to be documented, right? So Spook Hill in Florida, the phenomena that happens at Spook Hill is very real. Vehicles that are parked in neutral will appear to roll uphill. Legends say the hill is either the site of a Native American uh, burial ground or an epic battle of Native American chiefs against a crocodile. That, <laughs> that, that makes no sense as to why the car would roll uphill because somebody got into a fight with a crocodile. But the truth – I actually have not heard that one before. It's so – okay, so let me tell you what Spook Hill is about before I read that bit. It's actually said that a, a, it's a bunch of kids, right? It's a bunch of kids. Like there was a school bus accident. I have no idea what that was saying. It was a school bus accident and a bunch of kids died because they were parked going, trying to go up the hill and there, there was this train track or something. I don't know. And so if your car stalls or if you put your car in neutral and you put baby powder on the back of your bumper and all down the back, your car is, like it said, it's going to, it's going to magically go over the hill and down. And if you get out of your car and you look at the baby, the, uh, baby powder, you're going to see fingerprints, like kid-like fingerprints that helped push the car over this hill, which it w was kind of cool. Like a lot of people want to go check that out. However, the truth is it's actually just an illusion created by the hill surroundings where vehicles appear to be rolling uphill. They're really just rolling downhill. Now, I did see a show on this where they did pull out, you know, measurements and they saw they were, they were lining them up with telephone poles. It is an illusion. However, again, every urban legend stems from something. So I'm going to find out what that something is, and that's going to be the energy that I pull out and present to you and really see if this happens. I don't care if I got to put baby powder on the back of the car 500 times and do this 500 times and, and, and do a Ouija board session on top of the car while I'm lady, laying there and bleeding all over the Ouija board to try to see whatever occurred there. Something had to have happened for this urban legend to just to spark. Uh, and the fact that there's three different ones with the with the Native American thing, some dude fighting a crocodile, I have no idea what that's about. And the one that I told you about the bus, you know, with the kids. So those are three different tales. Something something has to be right somewhere, whether it's all three of them are true and they just separated each one of them. I, I have no idea. I don't know. That's what makes it an urban legend. And we'll be bringing the paranormal aspect of that out. Now, Will, 
some of these are really cool too, guys, like Hell's Gate Bridge in Alabama. A lot of these are awesome, but I'm just, we're not allowed to go on the bridges because they are falling apart. And I'm not, I don't want to get cut by rust and fall into the water, to be honest. I don't want to, like I said, I'll put myself in some dangerous situations, but I'm not going to put myself in stupidity situations to where I know that is not okay. And that's out of my control. If something happens, I'm fucked either way. Uh, will we go on? I feel like I'm just nonstop talking. How long has it been? I'm going to take a drink real quick. guys. Hold on. There we go. I had to catch my own breath. Man, I've just been talk, 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 talk. I feel like I have so much to say being last night's show just kind of flopped down, shut down with the, with the techno- technical issues. So one of the main questions that I am getting is, will I be doing Sasquatch, Bigfoot, um, the, the, the Mud Monster Man in, in, in Minnesota? Like he has so many different names, right? Like I feel like every state has given Bigfoot a different name. Big, it, Bigfoot's the original OG of the Sasquatch creation, right? But yes, I, I will be doing Bigfoot. Not a whole lot on Bigfoot, mainly because he is just so popular and I feel like people want it. So I will be doing it. But again, it's not at the top of the list. Top of the list is definitely going to be Bloody Mary. The top of the list is going to be other real life paranormal things at first. And then we're going to venture out into other other aspects of it. I will tell you, Urban Legends of the Paranormal will not be about haunted locations. You will not see me at Bobby Mackey's. You will not see me at the Villisca. I'm not even going to talk about them, actually. I'm not even going to promo their name. You're not going to see me at Bobby Mackey's. You won't see me at Waverly Hills. You won't see me at, those are the only one, Pennhurst Asylum in Pennsylvania. Not going to be at any of those. There's no point, because this show is not about going into haunted locations like everybody else and thousands of other people have with mediocre footage zero things to show for it except three minute clips on Facebook with the light meter going off. That is not proof. Everybody does it. Not about that life. That's why I've separated myself for the past seven years building this brand. And like I said, call me cocky, call me arrogant, call me conceited, whatever you want to call me. It's in my my left ear out the right and my right out the left. Doesn't really matter what you say about me. Uh, because single-handedly, I am changing the game, period, is what it is. I'm the only person to ever bleed on a Ouija board, on a TV show, live on social media. I got other people doing it now. I've, shit, I've signed people's Ouija boards that will bleed on their board. They want me to bleed on their board, and then I sign it. Like, who who does that? I mean, I'm I'm literally in this field. I am a, I am a nobody when you want to break it down, right? But, yeah, I have people who have my autograph tattooed on them. I don't know any other paranormal investigator that has any of this shit going on. So, you know, I, I have to say single-handedly, yes, I am doing something right. And what this show is going to be about is going to really change all of that. There is a cool location that I'm going to go to in Pennsylvania, though, that a lot of you might know about uh, Silent Hill. Now, a lot of you know the video game. You definitely know the movies. Silent Hill is a real place. It's a real place that, like I said, everything comes from somewhere. And the movie Silent Hill does come from a place in Pennsylvania where the ground and the town actually, the ground is still on fire to this day from coal underneath it. And you can go there. You you can go. Some A lot of the houses are still there. I think maybe like 10 people live there still. I have no idea why. But 
the church is there that they showed in Silent Hill, and you could see the coal. You could see the smoke coming up from the ground and whatnot. So I want to go there and figure that out. I, wanna, I, I do feel like it's not really an urban legend as it really happened, but I feel like there's a lot of he said, she said that not a lot of people know the real truth about it either. So I want to go there, dig out the urban legend aspect of it, maybe interview some town folks, and people died. I mean, so that's where the paranormal aspect will come into it. Will I set myself on fire during this episode? I am not going to say yes or no, but I will say the network said I can do whatever I want, and I'm just going to leave it at that. Like I said, I'm the most controversial, the most extreme, the most unorthodox individual in the paranormal community, in the paranormal field that has ever been, that ever will be, and to date, there is not a single person that can hold a candle to that when it comes to me in this field. And I say that with the utmost confidence. If you've actually had a conversation with me, you will know that I'm very far from arrogant. I'm actually extremely insecure with how I look, uh, with how my mind is. And I know a lot of people will be like, why, why? You shouldn't be. Because I am. That's just what it is. Because I'm so humble about who I am that that's why I'm insecure. But a lot of people don't get that. And I know this is about urban legends of the paranormal, but I kind of feel like you also need to understand who I am and where I'm coming from when it comes to this urban legends of the paranormal, because it is a new genre breaking out into the paranormal that I'm creating. So I feel like you need to know a little bit about that about me is for those that don't listen on Saturday, for those that haven't seen my show that need to go see my show. So you can stop asking me a million questions about why I do this shit, like go watch it. And I literally explain every time, but I do want to say, like, I am so humble that I, I do have insecurities. And for people to think that I'm not, like, it's it kind of blows my mind that if you've actually had a conversation with me, you would know that I'll talk to anybody about anything. And I don't even talk about myself 95% of the time when people do message me. I ask about them. And when they ask about me, I even say, yeah, enough about me. What about you? What are you up to? I don't like it. So... I do want to say before this comes out, all this, the judgmental shit, it just, just stop. It, it doesn't get you anywhere. We could all be friends. I'll be everybody's friend. I don't mind it. But when you start, when your jaw starts opening up and speaking ill on my name, like I, I don't have time for it. Um, the show is not about that. I just want to let everybody know that I know what's coming and that's what's going to, I'm going to, that's what's going to come with it is, you know, the bad with the good, the good with the bad. But before you start listening to any of the rumors or thinking that I'm doing this, listen to this show message me on social media, message me on Facebook, message me on Instagram, go check out my YouTube channel. I used to have a lot more of my, my, my subscribers and dang, I was at over like a hundred thousand something subscribers on YouTube at one point and it got taken down. It got hacked or something happened. I'm kind of bummed out about that too, because I had so much footage that I can't even get back again. And at the moment, you know, I have like maybe a little under 400 subscribers, which is bleh, but better than nothing. So if you want, guys, go check that stuff out. Go check out my YouTube. Everything is just under my name, Stephen Urquintello, S-T-E-P-H-E-N-E-R-K-I-N-T-A-L-O. So go add me. Go follow me. Go see what this is all about. Go have a conversation with me. Like I reply back to everybody. So get to know me before you just get to know like a picture of me because that doesn't, that doesn't mean anything. So I got to take another drink. Hold on. <clears throat> so anyways, that, that's that, guys. That's that. that. That is what I am about within the field. I know there's probably a lot more I can say, but again, I don't like talking about me. Go watch what I do. You will literally see what I do. And seeing is believing more than just me sitting here talking about myself. That doesn't make any sense to me. So this show, Urban Legends of the Paranormal, it will not be about 
it, it, it's going to be not as much about me talking about what I do in the field, blah, 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 blah. But this is pretty much the, the premiere of it. So I wanted everybody to get an idea of in the field, how I'm going to be correlating the urban legend aspect of things mixed in with the paranormal side of things and how it will be a huge game changer. I, I can promise you that. Again, the first episode is going to be filmed June 24th. I will be live on Instagram showing everybody some things here and there. It will be about Bloody Mary. There will be a lot of mirrors and there will be blood. Real blood will be involved. Again, I'm very extreme, unorthodox, controversial, intense. That's what I'm going to bring to this show, just like I brought on everything else that I do when it comes to filming. If you do want to go check out the Urban Legends of the Paranormal page on Instagram, please go do so. Next, this coming up Saturday, for those that are tuning in again, I know I'm sounding like a broken record, but there was some technical difficulties on Saturday last night at 9 p.m. where I was doing the movie reviews for Paranormal and Horror Movies. So I just ended the show. Uh, the, the the sound kept cutting out. I'm not really sure what was happening, but the sound kept cutting out. So I just deleted the whole show. I will be doing movie reviews again this Saturday to go back over everything that I did pretty much. I was literally talking to myself, I think, last, last night for a, a good 30 minutes and had no idea. So going to be redoing that. And again, every single Sunday, 10 in the morning right here, it's either going to be an hour long. It's either going to be a little under an hour or max two hours long. I should... If I could go, I could go for six hours. I can go 24 hours right now on Sunday. It doesn't matter to me, but that's a lot of talking. And we all know I really don't take breaks on these. I don't say, hold on real quick. Let me mute it. Let me put on some music. I don't need downtime. I don't need airtime. I don't need a script. And I want that. I want people to know that about me too. I don't, I don't have any format sitting in front of me right now. I got a monster energy drink. I found my glasses um, and I got my laptop. I don't have a script in front of me. Literally everything that you're hearing and seeing is just stuff that I know of. That's stuff that I... I, I, this is my life. That's why it's so easy for me to discuss passionately about it. It's so easy for me to flip topics and flip subjects and come back to make it all make sense because this is what I live for. This is my passion. Every single thing about it, I give my all, whether I'm behind a microphone or on camera or making an update. So yeah, guys, so if I can, if I can drag it out, I will always set it for about two hours long. Um, this show I only did for an hour long because I knew what it was going to be about. I'm about to end it now. I think there's about 17 minutes uh, left, 17 minutes and 45 seconds, it says. So every Sunday at 10 a.m., though, you're not going to hear me talking about me. You're not going to hear me talking about this. We are going to discuss real paranormal urban legends, urban legends of the paranormal. I, gotta, I, gotta, I should probably figure out how to say my own show, right? Uh, we're going to uh, legends where you can find these things at. I'm going to do my research for you. I'm going to tell you the, 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 the historical aspect of it. I'm going to tell you the depths of it, where you can find these dudes at, some of the research, just everything. Like, I'm going to break it down for you so you can be like, oh, shit, that's really cool. Like, I had no idea. So if you know of any urban legends near you that you just find interesting or you knew as a kid growing up, I don't care if it's overseas. I don't care if it's in the United States. I don't care if it's in Canada, uh, some little island in Guam somewhere. It don't matter. Just let me know. And we'll talk about it and I'll, I'll do all the research for you. I think it'll be really cool. There's this topic is unlimited. It's not like the real paranormal where it's like, Oh, cool. Lady in white was seen where out of that window. Oh, what was it? Was it foggy outside that day? Yeah, it was kind of cloudy. Okay, cool. So it was late at night. There was, there was a lot of uh, moisturizer in the air. And you said a lady in white. What, what color are those blinds? Oh, those are white blinds. Huh? Interesting. 
not going to be like that because that's what the paranormal is. It's it's bullshit. Um, it's going to be awesome, guys. I'm really excited about this. This is something I've always wanted to do for a very, very, very long time, and I'm so glad to have the opportunity to finally do it. That's what happens when you can build a brand and you really believe in yourself and you have a lot of people that hate you and a lot of people that love you. It really fuels the the wick on both ends. You know, The hate fuels me from my feet up, and the uh, the love fuels me from my mind down and the fact that i continue to keep going and growing is because the love starts in my mind and when that wick gets burned it, it it ignites the mental aspect of who i am and what i'm capable of and when it burns down more and more it hits my heart and that's amazing so you know when the hate starts lighting up that wick at the bottom of my feet it takes a long time to get to my heart and it takes a long time to really destroy my mind because i don't allow it because i put it out right around the kneecaps you guys with the love and the support that I've had is the main reason why I continue to keep pushing, why I keep growing, why I've done all of the successful things that I've done independently and not with the major network and really doing this honestly for a long time on my own. And I do have, you know, more of a solid foundation now, but it's been a long way with all the hate with everything that I'm doing and, re and, and creating. And please, if you have any questions, feel free to message me. I'll talk to you about anything, but please watch my stuff. Okay, this is something I want to say to – this is something I want to say that's outside of – like I said, we're going to talk about Urban Legends of the Paranormal. We did a little bit every Sunday. I'm going to get all this off my chest about who it is that I am and what I represent in this stuff, okay, because I feel like it's a very big deal, so I don't have to keep repeating it. I'm just going to, I'm just going to send people this link. Listen. Um, damn, I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, yeah. You know how many messages – well, one, I get, I get about 2,300 messages a day, different messages, and that's just on one social media form, uh, platform. I only do Instagram and, and Facebook. That's not including like if one person messages me 20 times, I still count that as one message because it's one person. So, But outside of all the compliments, there is, there, there's a lot that I get stating – and I forgot what I was going to say again. My mind, my mind literally um, went blank. That sucks. Um, well, since I can't remember what I was actually going to say, and now that I'm overthinking it, it doesn't make any sense. And I don't want to have any dead time or dead air on here about it. So anyways, guys, I'm going to let everybody go. I'm going to stop talking. I hope everyone has a great, 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 great Sunday. Hope everybody had a, even a better weekend. I know up here, man, I really wish I could remember what I was going to say. I'm going to remember it as soon as I get off, and I'm not going to be able to do anything about it. And I know it has to do with messages, and I know it has to do with – oh, that's what it is. Perfect. Not going to get distracted. Got it. A lot of people keep asking me, man, why haven't you blown up yet? Why haven't you – why are you not on billboards? Why are you not here? Why have you not taken over this field? Well, I could tell you exactly why. Because nobody shares – my things like nobody you I had to make a post right before I got banned on Facebook explaining that nobody does I have so much support so so much support and oh man you're the greatest you do this you do this that's so cool okay cool like you want to share it like you want to share that instead of the cat meme that you're sharing or instead of everybody sharing TikTok videos and stupid shit that's not like you don't even know them people but you're sharing it you're over here in my inbox telling me how much you respect me, how much you support me, how much you, 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 you find me as an inspiration, but yet you're not sharing anything of mine. Like if I mean that much to you and I've changed your life that much and opened up your eyes that much to this, that, it, whatever, why aren't you sharing my shit? Like that, that kind of blows my mind a little bit and I'm mad at y'all. I mean, I have to, I promote myself. So it is what it is. And I've gotten this far through self-promotion, but 
instead of you sharing that cat meme or some dog wearing glasses like, oh, hey, guys, look at me, or a TikTok video where you don't even know these people, come on, like, share my YouTube shit. That's why I haven't blown up because nobody shares it. Like it can't if, if nobody's seeing it and I'm only one person and I'm getting banned 24-7 on social media, I can't even share my own shit now. <laughs> so you really want to support me. You really feel that way. Share it, guys. Like share it. I don't understand. Like that's the only reason eyeballs are not seeing it. And that's why I haven't blown up to the magnitude that I know I'm capable of. And yet 30 million plus people seen, you know, haunted tours and a lot of that. That's great but it should be higher. You know, don't share haunted tours. I, I, I don't share that. Don't give those producers any credit. I don't, I, I don't, I don't fuck with them. Don't share that, but share my stuff, share my intelligence. Oh, I had a stretch. I had it early. Um, share, 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 share my photos, share my depth, share my knowledge, share my name, share my website, the real share my Instagram link, share my YouTube channel, share my videos on YouTube. Cause I mean, that's really the only answer I have to that when people ask me, why aren't you? Well, three years ago, I was like, I, you know, honestly, I don't know. And now I know because I see everybody in my inbox telling me these things. And yet I go to their page and I'm like, man, that's wild. Like, I mean, this much to you, I've changed your life this much through inspirational quotes, through me telling you my vulnerability and stories of drug addiction, of being raped, of being you know, abused by my mom's boyfriends growing up, all of this shit, right? I know this hat, this, this is you just understanding me real quick. Okay. I know urban legends, the paranormal. I know, I know, I know. Um, and I've changed your life by me expressing my story and you love how I've overcome all this and you love how I'm able to with Tourette syndrome too and depression, and anxiety. And yet I'm still able to sit here behind a microphone and express these things I'm still able to be on camera after all the turmoil that I've gone through and this and that, and I'm still inspiring you and you're not sharing my, you're not sharing my shit. Like it, it actually kind of hurts to be honest. And it's not a boo boo. It's not a boo hoo cry baby little story. It, it's the reality of it. it. It really is. It's like me coming to like, it just doesn't add up. Like I go to your page and I see you sharing some dumbass person lip singing on TikTok who already has 10 million views. Like they don't need any more views. They're good. Like, Nobody needs to see them putting on makeup, clapping their hands, and all of a sudden they're wearing more makeup. Like, that's ignorant shit, America. Ignorant shit. It doesn't make sense to me. I literally have on, on these on – these, uh, if you go to my YouTube, you'll see knowledge. Like, I'm educating. I'm doing things. Go to my face. Like, guys, just that's all I'm saying. I'm not going to keep going. I'm not going to keep going about it. Um, the thing is, is – now that I've expressed it, maybe you will do it. I've expressed it a million times on social media before, and usually when I do, people will share it for like right then and there, but it's not a constant thing. And again, I'm not blaming y'all for it. It's not your fault. It's on me. I'm not saying, oh, boo-hoo, you're not sharing my shit, but you're in my inbox. It's not like that. It's just an observation that I see, and I've come to notice because I'm always asked the question. So this is me answering those questions by asking why I haven't got this way. There's a reason why these TikTok, whatever they're doing, Sometimes I got to be careful what I say. Um, I'm not censored. I just got to be careful with what I say. But these these individuals literally like you think they got 10 million views, 100 million views, 100 million subscribers because their content is that great. Like, I'm sorry, but looking in a mirror and wiping a mirror and then pausing the TikTok video and then moving it back again with some lame ass song in the background and they're dressed up in a suit. That That's not cool. Like, that's so fucking stupid. 
but yet it has millions of views in y'all jump on these ridiculous trends and intelligence clearly isn't a trend and it probably won't ever be. But do you think they got all those views and all those comments and everything because they just made the video? No, people promoted, people, people helped, people did these things, you know, and that's all I'm asking. If you really find me that credible, if you really find me that intelligent, if you really find me that inspirational, if you really love my footage, you really think I'm different, you really think I could change the field, you really think I could change a lot of other things and I've helped you throughout your life in order to change those things as well. Share. Share, 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 share. That's all I can say. Just share, guys. It will help. I can get to that level that you believe I can get to with your help. So with that being said, I'm out. We got seven and a half minutes left. What time is it? 10.52. I got a lot I got to do. I got to clean. I got to I gotta do all sorts of stuff, right? Sunday, fun day. Um, I hope everyone has a great day. Again, guys, Urban Legends of the Paranormal every Sunday at 10 a.m. We're going to discuss so many urban legends. I'm going to break it down for you. Urban Legends of the Paranormal, the TV show, will be this fall, airing this fall on Roku through the IFM Nation. If you have Roku, definitely get the IFM Nation um, app or streaming thing or ha- however that works, to be honest. I'm sure it's like I, – I don't know. All I know is that just IFM Nation. There's going to be a lot of – actually, there's going to be a lot of cool shit on there, some inspirational stuff, fitness things, um, business-wise stuff, money, money management, money marketing. There's going to be a lot of cool shows on there, believe it or not. So – Uh, I'll be the only paranormal show, which is really badass. But anyways, guys, go check them out. It is going to air this fall, this show, my show, but they they are going to be launching in July. So it's already going to be ready to go. Just my show will be airing this fall around the Halloween season. And it's just going to be nonstop. Go, 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 go. Also, the same exact way you're tuning in now, whether you found me on the website, whether you called in, whether you are on Blog Talk, however you got on, every Saturday at 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, I'll be doing a bunch of random different shows. The majority will be paranormal related somehow, some way. A lot, I may even vent. I don't know. I just randomly go. Like I said, I don't have a script. I just kind of roll with it and go with it, but I always come back to the topic. So every Saturday, also check out the website, therealstevenercantello.com. That's where you can stay updated with me, especially when I'm banned from social media on Facebook like I am now, but you can also follow me on Instagram where I post a lot more on Instagram whenever I am banned. Everything is just my name, Steven Urcantello. That is it. Even on YouTube, Steven Urcantello, guys. Remember, share, 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 share. That is the only way I'm going to get to the level that you believe that I can get to. Self-promo only goes so far. It only reaches my audience and the continuous audience that I have. If you guys share it, they see it on your page, and it, that's how things blow up. That's how things grow, and I will forever be grateful. Like I see everything. I, I check out everybody who watches my stories. Every time I get like hundreds of likes or comments, I read every single comment. I look at everybody who's liked my shit. All of these names stay with me. I do know who's doing what. It's not because I'm keeping tabs on this. It's just how my mind works. Appreciate the support thus far up from what seven eight years ago to now, and I wouldn't be here without you guys. Obviously, it just wouldn't happen. So because you do tune in, you make the numbers high. You you've made the millions of views on certain things. So I thank you all. Urban Legends of the Paranormal every Sunday 10 a.m. Next week we're going to talk really in depth stuff about it. I'm going to be logging off now. I really 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 appreciate everybody that did just tune in now for the premiere of Urban Legends of the Paranormal again. Urban Legends of the Paranormal airing this fall on Roku through IFM Nation. And I will see everybody. Well, I won't see y'all, but I will be talking to you. I will be talking to y'all Saturday, this Saturday, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard, Eastern Standard Time with the movie review that was uh, messed up last night. So that being said, have a great day, everybody. And I am...
Stephen Arcantello, and I'm signing out. So thank you very much. Was that like an Elvis person? What was that? What? Like, I almost hit the end, and then thank you very much. You know, I'm just going to hit the end button. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.